Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey y'all, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. Mercedes here and we are on our second week of talking about the inner critic. And this month we're kicking off the, the theme of the season, cultivate. And we're cultivating, we're kind of uprooting some of these um, thoughts and these identities and these behaviors we have in our lives that we are pretty much ready to get rid of. This is kind of a different way of talking about what I like to talk about a lot because as you know, I like to help you get from a place to another place. And the inner critic will be one of the many, many things that keeps us in, in you know, stuck in place. And like I said before, inner critic just keeps us away from our true authentic voice. And she's been developed, you know, young in life because we, we got to survive over here. But now that we're grown, we don't need to be in such survival mode. And we can challenge that voice within because it's there originally to keep us safe, but now it's just keeping us stuck. So going down the line, like I said, checking out this oldie but goodie um, little freebie I made a while back. And I forgot to say last week, but the link can be in the show notes. If you actually want to go through it just for some fun, um, you can. We're doing one at a time though each week. And so last week we talked about Miss Perfectionism, Miss Perfectionist, wondering if you identified with her, um, you know, wondering if you found some of those tendencies coming up. And so today we're on part two and we're talking about another one that you know I love to talk about is Miss People Pleasing. The other, the other word that my clients and I have come up with is misobligation. And um, it's one of those times where, you know, we, we get into people pleasing and obligation and it just doesn't work out super well. So just like last week, we're following the format of I'm going to go through 12 phrases. I know you only have 10 fingers, but again, raise a finger if you resonate with a phrase that I say uh, that most of the time you either feel or think this way. Okay, let's go. So I prefer to get someone's advice or feedback before making a decision. I have a hard time saying no when someone asks me to do something or, for, or to ask for help. Um, if they ask me for help, let me, let me rephrase that one. I have a hard time saying no when someone asks me to do something or for me to help them, even if I don't really want to. I often wonder why others just can't be nice and show compassion to everyone. I tell others what I think they want to hear. And later, sometimes I wonder why I said it. I feel uncomfortable if someone is mad at me. 
Again, you should be at one hand if you're really resonating. <laughs> I pretend to agree with someone so I don't make waves. I feel responsible for how others feel. I worry a lot about how others will feel if I say something. I'm good at blending in with whoever I hang out with. And it makes me happy to help others, even if I might be tired that day. You know, these totals might be at 10 each, actually. I, or I added extra. I'm saying there's 12, but now I'm counting that there's 10. Anyway, side note, you have enough fingers. That's the good news. Um, so what do you think? Any of these resonate? Anybody? Anybody. Um, so, you know, that's people pleasing. And, you know, that that is something where, like I said, it kind of falls into misobligation. Um, don't want to do it, but you do it anyway. Um, sometimes you're false positive. You're saying yes when you don't really mean it or want to. And later you wonder why the heck you did it. Um, you're doing it out of obligation. Um, and then, you know, later what kind of can happen then is we either get resentful or we can actually cancel. We sometimes actually it goes as far as feeling sick so you don't have to go. Um, and it's the same result as, of like perfectionism, right? Like this inner critic really beats us up too. Um, and then we get ourselves in a pinch, you know, because we say yes to everything or we're not really listening to what we really want. We're not tuning into that yes or no thing within us, you know. Um, and some more, some more things too. Um, you know, one thing to remember is if you raised your finger, like a lot of your fingers, you're, you're not alone. This is this is one that's been really evident um, in the way that we learn how to survive as young ladies, right? I mean, we can be, can be yes, we can be the, you know, we can be giving, we can be helpful to others, the dutiful daughter, and um, it's so much it's so much better. I'm saying, you know, air quote, to be pleasant, to be kind, but it's that it's kind of like that toxic part of it all where we're, we're doing it out of obligation and people pleasing and not out of our really truthfully what our heart really wants and it gets really really hard to know what we really want and it's really easy to get onto autopilot when it comes to people pleasing at least for me you know um and so like we're being told daily to be kind right but not but we're not being told to be kind to ourselves <laughs> so that we can be kind and experience you know the beautiful ripple effect of kindness from others and yeah, genuine kindness is a whole nother thing, right? Um, and so <laughs> um, I think what happens when we, like, and we probably all know this at, a, at a, one level or another, that when we say yes out of obligation um, for others, we're, we're you know, we're, we're basically robbing ourselves and actually them of the really good stuff, of the, like, doing stuff that we really want to do and then really enjoying it, you know? And so, again, this isn't a place for for shame or anything. Um, people pleasers often feel very guilty. Um, but this is just a place for awareness. Like what, you know, what's happening? What more am I going to be aware of? Um, how can I dig a little bit deeper into this? And how can I, you know, check in to see like what I'm wanting? And a while back with a coach, we kind of, we came up with this cool phrase from people pleasing to power wielding. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, I've had it around for a while, but look at, I mean, people pleasing, and then power wielding is it's a whole different feel it might feel like a big jump <laughs> you know perfectionism we said from you know rigid to relaxed okay but 
you know, from people pleasing to power wielding, that's a little bit whoosh, but it's the same effect. It's the same, um, it's the same thing that we're going for is we're going to listen to, to see if our inner critic, you know, is miss people pleasing or misobligation and start to kind of look at, um, you know, why, why is this happening? Where did this come from? Being that curious observer, I think the biggest the biggest thing I'll say this month for like the remedy to all of this is being the curious observer. Uh, and again, connecting with inner child and inner wisdom, which we'll be doing in the next two months. But in the meantime, curious observer is huge. She, you know, that voice is kind of like, huh, is this really true? And if we can even say, you know what, we don't like people pleasing anymore. That's a huge, that's huge steps. One thing I want to say about this one in particular, at least for me, um, and it's it can be the same with perfectionism and all of them, but I'm going to cover it here today, is there's usually layers, right? We have layers of this inner critic. So we can round a bend and be like, yeah, I'm no longer going to say yes to, you know, um, you know, I can't even think of an example, but like, let's say you don't like Mexican food, which that's not a good example because I love it. But you know, every time you have Mexican food, you get sick, but you used to just go because your friends liked it. Well, you're going to start saying, no, I need a different venue, right? That's a little example of just a one boundary thing for people pleasing. Well, you do that. And then the next one rounds the bend, the next level of the more sophisticated Miss People Pleaser says, well, here's this. What I've learned is the more boundaries I'm setting, the more I'm being authentic and saying yes and showing up, not as the people pleaser, it almost becomes a little more, um, it's like next level, right? It's kind of like when you win a game, you're on the next level, it's a little harder. And so just be aware of that, that some of these inner critics are layered pretty deep. I'm not saying it to, again, make you feel like it's never going to change because it really does. And each layer you can appeal away, it you feel even more empowered. Um, you're going to feel sometimes bigger things, but you're ready to feel the bigger things, the bigger, like ner- the nerves of actually setting that boundary or the, you know, the sinking feeling that you get when, oh, I feel like I failed. Well, when you're trying out, out these things, you're going to feel that way. But what I'm saying is going through it, you're going to feel better. You really will. Um, it's kind of like cultivating that soil a little deeper than just the top, you know, like, if we decided to take a, a hoe or a rake or something to our garden manually and we're just kind of scraping at it, that's the surface, right? That's the starting out. That's the listening to the curious observer and trying some things. When you're getting in there with a the deep rototiller, you're getting into the grit of it and the dirt and more is going to be churned up. But you are in good company and in good hands over here because you're not alone. I mean, all of us have this and I've been very... <laughs> very um, aware that people pleasing is a deep one for me uh, that is and a deep one for many of my clients and we are you know we're we're going through it each each level so that's kind of where I was going today with that second inner critic that we want to have great awareness about um, as we cultivate our lives because we're really wanting to move like we said from people pleasing to power wielding um, but the first step of that is really like identifying with like this is an inner critic I've had for a while and I don't want to keep listening to her voice anymore. And like I said last week, we're not, it's not like we're banishing her. It's not like we're, you know, exiling her off to the desert. It's more like we're understanding. We're saying, you know what, this is not who we really are. We're healing her, connecting her, getting connected with our, our inner child, which is often where, you know, 
where a lot of this stuff started. Um, and so, yeah, this work isn't necessarily for the faint of heart, but um, it's so worthwhile. And it we have to go through this stuff anyway. So I always figure we might as well get some more awareness here and make it a little fun, you know, like, so if you need to go back, listen to that list and just be honest, but also with a lot of grace, <laughs> like, yeah, this is me. This is where I'm at. Um, and know that you're not alone and that um, it does change and shift as we look into it. So this is awareness today. That's all you need to get. And then pop in the curious observer with the question of like, huh, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to keep being a Miss People Pleaser? And maybe where do we, where did this come from? Ask yourself those two things. See where you get. Join us again next week. We're going to talk about the third inner critic. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.